Welcome to Divine Honey Podcast. I am your host, your friend, Tamika Johnson. And I am your co-host, your favorite neighborhood Spider-Man, Tim Johnson. (laughs) Welcome. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. This show is about human experiences. This includes thought-provoking conversations. Um, Importantly, our Divine Honey guest and sharing stories about love, life, journey, and purpose. If you're watching live or on the replay and you feel inspired, please leave questions, comments in the chat. Engagement is more than welcome. Okay. And hit that follow button. Share it out. Share it out. We're trying, we trying to take this global. Yes. And subscribe, like, share, all of the above. Yeah, need all that. All that. How are you doing today, brother? I'm all right. You know, we've been getting our butts kicked on this basketball court out here trying to act like I'm a real hooper. You're ain't going too too hot. Feel me? But other than that, everything's everything's good. Good work week. Nice. Uh, wife's good. Kingston's good. Being wild. Land as well. So it's been it's been a good week. How about for you? Good. It's been it's better now. Um, just a little share, not too much detail, but I was in Iowa um part of last week and this week. Oh, this week I just got back to um Arizona yesterday. So my dad was in the hospital, but he is doing well and recovering. So thanks everybody for the um, for checking in and for your prayers and concerns. It's much appreciated. But I am happy that everything's good on that end, and I'm happy to be back home. Tim, uh-uh. I cannot move back there. Woo! Lord! Uh, uh, Cedar Rapids is just, for all the people watching from Cedar Rapids, you know what I'm saying? We still got love for you, but I don't know what's going on in Cedar Rapids, man. It's you would think, in all honesty, you would think that with the population like 400,000, maybe higher than that, you would think they would have a lot more infrastructure as far as things they do. Mm-hmm. But it's like, when I go back, even from Des Moines, and Des Moines ain't nothing. Like, you know what I'm saying? We got more stuff to do here in Des Moines, but like, you can go to Cedar Rapids from Des Moines, you think of Cedar Rapids like a small town. Right, it's operating like a small town for sure. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's different. Um, no, it was the weather. The weather sucked, of course. It was cloudy the whole time. No hint of sunlight. That that was depressing. Huh? <laughs> huh? You got sunshine today? Wow. But here's the thing. I kind of like was you know just tired off my schedule all these things and motions running up and down so everything's good so i'm ready to come home tell me why in cedar rapids the tsa line was wrapped all the way back to like the counters i guess there was um some rescheduled flights because of fog and then um some of the workers were out sick so they had like one person like scanning the thing and only like two belts going and i got there at 2 30 my flight lit leaves at 3 57 gate closes 15 minutes early all of a sudden i felt like tears like welling up in my eyes because i've had it up to here i need to go home <laughs> like but i made Tell it, me where to go. yes i made it five minutes before um the gate closed but Everybody got on just fine, but whew. Yeah, I would imagine it wouldn't have been. I mean, the thoughts going through your head, those are valid feelings, but mm-hmm. I would imagine the whole airport's under, under an understanding that short staff is, a, is an issue. Yeah, because I was like, oh, Lord, please don't let me have. You know, have you ever been just at your threshold of what you can, I don't know, just out of whack? I felt, I was like, oh, my God, I cannot end up having a meltdown. I gotta like hold this shit in <laughs> but I made it safe and sound safe and sound okay. so and then all is well so thank god thank god mm-hmm. so we're gonna be talking about today pop culture you guys I love pop culture I love celebrity. I love reality shows well I can't watch like whole reality shows but I like clips now you can watch everything in a clip 
Silly stuff. Yeah, silly stuff. I like knowing what's going on. One of my favorite shows is um, the T T G I F. That is for so I can get all my information in one. It's. Mine. I guess I watch The Breakfast Club a lot. I still watch I The stuff. Breakfast Club. Yeah, I watched The Breakfast Club, so I think that's probably about it. You know, but they have like a variety of things. They got your righteous and your ratchetness. Right. A little balance. So, right. do, do you think that they're going to have Jess Hilarious? Did you hear what happened with her? No, I don't. Did you watch I, their... I, what? They're switching around co-hosts. I thought she was going to end up being the co-host. I guess she yeah, there was a there was something that I saw on Insta that she had made a comment about she was going to be the the third co-host and then Charlemagne got stopped outside of I think it was probably him coming out of the building in New York mm-hmm. and they were asking him about it and he's saying he don't know so it would be awesome if they had her to be honest she 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 blends well with uh Charlemagne and Envy she so really it could does. be it would be something dope I think she out of all of the the co-hosts they've had on there she does the best because she she can take the jokes mm-hmm. that they give and then she also gives them out because she's a comedian herself so it ain't like it's you know it ain't no hard feelings like they blend they blend well up there. I thought so too. I I like her. Um, one of my the hosts that I like from the T, Claudia Jordan, goes on there. But I like her in her lane. Yeah, so, but <laughs> yeah, it's just. But yes, so. Oh, hey, King says hi, TT. We are here. Hey, Kingaling. What? <laughs> <laughs> So let's let's get it started. So you guys, we are going into my favorite month, February, <laughs> Black History Month. So Tim, you're in the school systems. What do they do for? Not anymore. Well, you're not. What were they doing for Black? <laughs> That's true. What were they doing for Black History Month? It depends. Every school, every school is different which I wish that would be something that was more universal, but it's hard. It's hard to make anything universal when you have a bunch of different leaders without like a mission and a vision of where you want things to go and all of those things. Um, but yeah, so at when I was at North, one of the teachers created like a, you know, the periodic table. Mm-hmm. So she created like a periodic table of all like black historians. It was super dope actually. And then you could go with your cell phone to like make it interactive. You can go on your cell phone, take a picture of the little QR code. And then you can get like a, it's a link to a website that tells you who this person is. So like if Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. is on there being bow, you take a picture of that QR code and it gives you like a biography of Dr. Martin Luther King. So it's super dope. And then she has like folks from like the older days to the, like the more common names that the kids would, the students would Uh know who they are. But if you didn't know who you are, like you take a picture of that QR code and then it tells you about it. But I wonder, are they teaching more, a little more, like than just like, which Martin Luther King? They're very important, but like, but when first, like when I was growing, it would be like Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks. Yeah, that's still the same. It's it's hard now. It's even like I would imagine you guys might deal with. I don't know. It's Arizona, Republic state or a Democratic state? It is. I don't care. It's a Repu- It turned blue this last time, but this is a Republican state. So in the state of Iowa, it's it's hard to speak of Black history in the realm of. I, I mean, I don't think it's like illegal to speak of Black history, but there's a fear around speaking of it because there's been legislation passed about social emotional learning in school, mm-hmm. critical race theory being taught in school different book bans in school so it's it's hard to i would imagine that some of our teachers like we have both teachers in des moines public schools but some of our teachers would be a little on the edge of what can i say versus what can i say because once one of my students hear this they might go home tell their parents now we on the news you know what i'm saying so it could be like a whole downward spiral so oh it's going to be it's going to be interesting and now that i don't work there anymore yeah. i'll say it's going to be interesting what happens um this month or, or this on thursday as the first day of Black History Month, what what goes on in the school buildings as people are kind of fearful and a little bit uh, worried about the repercussions or what comes reinforcement that comes with me speaking to um, Black individuals or bringing up and celebrating Black life. 
<laughs> right. So then what does that do to us? It's just like, it gets really frustrating. Like, we don't matter. It's and hard. It's hard. And having those conversations, um, I mean, the conversation isn't hard for me. It's probably hard for the other people on the other end and all and we're just in a climate of being offended yeah i think there's multiple ways around it though like you can know who you are as an individual as a person but i think when we in all honesty if we think of just like the holistic picture Mm -hmm. if i know who i am and where i fit in in this sure there's going to be occasions when i am offended but if i'm aware that this is the setting that i'm putting myself into you got to be ready to take those punches for sure but then how does this like, okay, so in, especially in the school system, how is this affecting like the black kids for them to able to feel prideful and then you have this other force trying to delete <laughs> accomplishments yeah, I was, I was and the atrocity. Sure. Yeah, 100 for the kids. The kids are never going to be in trouble for doing anything in the realm of black history or celebrating black well not the kids i'm saying what is it doing to them psychologically you're there's this we're trying to celebrate our culture our heritage which was stripped away from us and we had to create our own Mm -hmm. and there's pushback or they want to ban stuff they don't want to talk about it how i wonder as kids how do they interpret that I think there's like a, it's like on a continuum. Imagine I got like a continuum right here. Mm-hmm. I got my background on just so you can't see what's going on behind me. <laughs> so I'm making my hands in a, in a continuum. So you got some kids that are going to be active and all about it. And then you got some kids could, who could care less. And I think the growing numbers of the kids that could care less are are becoming more of the, the popular demand of who cares? Like, I really don't even like school. I really don't like you as a teacher. Right. I get along with some of my peers, you know what I mean? Well, but then you do have you do have some you do have some very strong kids who do advocate for making change and having these conversations and doing these things in the building which are need to be celebrated and uplifted and most of the time that those kids are they are so they're probably in some kind of mm-hmm. in Des Moines Public School specifically we have like a lot of leadership opportunities that you can get involved in and those kids would probably be more of those leadership those leadership students. Yeah, and in the communities too, like um, just us as a people, we have to hold our own um, festivities and celebrations, which we do, and it's a lot of that here, and I'm sure in Des Moines, and and I love it, and I love it when everybody comes together because it's very important to, we have a lot of things to be proud of. We do. But I think it's, I think it's deeper, yes, I I agree 100%, but I think it's deeper than that. Black History Month is a reminder. It also, like for me, it's a reminder that we really don't rock with each other like that in the first place. Because why does it take a month for us to like really come and celebrate when we could be doing this every month? In all honesty, like we really could be. I have a, a little bit of a different view on that. I sometimes think individually, who you surround yourself with, people and organizations and things that you're into. I hear people say, oh, we don't rock with each other. But I see my experience. A lot of us are rocking with each other. We are trying to build community. We are trying to educate ourselves and be leaders and come together. I see it. It's on both sides. I get what you're saying. But I can't necessarily say I don't see it at all. But I'm just one person, right, in this small bubble. But... um, I've had the pleasure to work with um, many, you know, black activists and everything here in Arizona and um, men and women trying to do the work. Right, and, right. Yeah. I think the work is always going to be getting done. But yeah. The, the support around it. So, like, if we really get into it, like, how deep, how deep was, or how big was your group that you were? Um, well, probably, there's, I was in a, sm- in my group. Like, yeah. Yeah, it was like. I wouldn't say thousands, hundreds. Yeah, right. Would, no, like, that's right. what I'm saying. But like, that's what I when I'm talking about when we rock with each other. I'm saying like our support, our foundation. Like this is something spiritually that we're all going with week in and week out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We know the strike. We know the fight. 
we know how hard it is, but we we not giving up and we continue to go. I think when this, to me, when this month comes, it just is like, you know, all of the work of the folks that paid the way for us. Like, I think there, there are big highs. Like we have like really, really big highs. Mm-hmm. Like Dr. Martin Luther King day, big, big high. Everybody goes out and does some kind of community service right. or some kind of giving thing. And then they wake up the next day, like, Oh, I'm back to normal. <laughs> 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 Black History Month comes up. Oh yeah, let's go, man. We always right. talk about Dollar Mark King, Rosa Parks, you know, those the same ones, W. E. DeBose, you know what I'm saying? Like we got ten names that we always talk about all right. the time. But there's like more parts of black history that we don't even touch on because we don't know. And then look, February twenty eighth comes. Now we march first. Oh, right. it's already gone. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? So like I think there are there are there are organizations out there that try to continue that fight, but what mm-hmm. does that support look like for them? That is true. Because people tap in for that Dr. Martin Luther King Day, and then they tap in in February, but then come all the 28, what, 365 minus 28. I ain't about to do math live. But we'll say 330 days out of the year. What else y'all doing? Not that. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? So, like. I get I feel you. I feel you. Um. So I'm thinking even for my page, I'm going to post something during Black History Month, mm-hmm. but not none of those 10 people. <laughs> there you go. There it none is, of those man. 10 people. And, um, straight like yeah, that. Straight uh... like that. And then just always just still educating yourself, like what's going on, like Correct. racially and all that stuff and not being afraid to challenge. Um, yeah. um, don't be afraid to challenge, um, Allyship is good. It's important. Um, I'm not really here to... I can't educate other people. I feel like I don't have the... No, anybody can be an educator. Don't don't shrink yourself. Anybody can do it. No, it's not that. I'm saying I don't know if I have the energy to even, like, educate on, I don't know, blackness. Yeah, you do. You're doing it right now. I guess I am, but it's like... (laughs) It, it gets tiring, is what I'm saying. That's 100%. That's why you got to have that support and that foundation. Yes. So, and different, you know, different experiences. And I know in jobs and corporate America, you know, they're trying to be better about language. Language is important, you guys. Words, words are important. And so, I guess I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing, be a part of things and organizations and <laughs> look look keep rocking so yeah, yes like just to wrap it up like more things that we could do throughout the year like i think maybe that should be something we put a challenge out for yes that's something something that would be a i will try to we can try to come together and think of a challenge throughout the year to just keep the conversation going and um that's all we can do right and just right. still being involved in our community I think the big thing is um, being community minded. I think you get to, we get to a point being individuals. Very much so. And it's about community. Community, um, even with children, it takes a village. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, um, mm-hmm. even like in our communities, learning how to communicate, conflict resolution. Yeah. Um, I think it's very important, and especially like in our community, is to learn how to have um, community conflict resolution, mm-hmm. um, to be able to communicate with each other to resolve things, because sometimes yeah. it's not safe for us to bring authority. Well, that's where the, those in. impulse, those impulse control. When you're not able to resol- conflict, bring something to peace and calm it down, all of those impulsive natures, our tendencies of survival, come out. Yeah. You know what I think about back in the day, just to kind of close out, the church was very involved in civil rights and very, you had your leaders. They was very like, these people were dying. Mm -hmm. And now it's like so politically correct. They're towing the line. They're not even like jumping in as much as like you would see back during the civil rights era. Like that's who led everything was the church. Yep. But see, that's when I think of like us being fickle as a community. We just jump boats. So it's hard. It's hard now. I would imagine. And I. I, 
I try not to talk bad about the church at all because, you know, it's a good community to thrive in and do what you got to do. It's a great community to be mm-hmm. a part of. But I also think the fickleness of our, just like the black community itself, we jump from church to church to church. Oh, this person wronged me. This person did this to me. This person judged me. This person, this person, this person. Whereas if the church also had those conflict resolution skills, when we were able to mm-hmm. have those tough conversations where mm-hmm. you did feel like you were wrong, I think that could also support the growth and opportunities of doing a lot of this community work. Because it's hard for like a small, a small black church to go out and do some of that work if they ain't got no support. It's four people out there. You got the the pastor, maybe a couple of pastors and the secretary, but then you put it out there for the the folks to come, you mm-hmm. know, your church members to come, ain't nobody showing up. Right. So it's community. Yeah. You know what I just thought about? I'm gonna say one more thing about this. I like will be watching different things. Like, like Martin Luther King was only 39 years old when he died. Right. Why do all them look old? We they were stressed out. Um, I watched working. about um, Fred Hammond. He was only 21 for the Black Panther Party. Yeah, he looked. They, 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 they all look old as hell. Yeah, they was tired. <laughs> they was tired. They was working. Imagine that, like being a part of that time where. You're already outspoken already. You got a target on your back. People don't like you, black or white. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? So like, what do you, what do you do? <laughs> you stress. You literally thinking your last day is every day you leave your house. You might not make it back to the crib. That's wild. Well, we going to be celebrating this I was month. Listening to, uh, I can't think of his name, but he is. He does uh, a lot of public speaking. He's the guy that played football at Tennessee and got, like, hit in his neck or something. But now he can't. He, I think it's his left arm. Like, mm-hmm. there's no feeling left in his left arm. Black hmm. dude. I don't know. I can't, think of it. I can't think of his name right now. But he played football at Tennessee. He's, the injury probably happened, like, seven, ten years ago maybe. But he speaks of the biggest blessing that we do have and that we take for granted is waking up and leaving your house and making it back home. Facts. For sure. That's the biggest blessing we take for granted. People don't even think about it. Because we think it's day to day and it's supposed to be given up to us. That's deep. That's deep. I like that. Well, I was asking you earlier when we were talking today. So I always like the movie The Color Purple. But that is a very, when you really think, it's a very, it's not a happy movie at all. It's very traumatizing and it gets to the, root of things i read the book before and then i would and i just grew up on the movie so you know they had on um, the musical i didn't end up going to see it and i was excited to go but um i don't know i might still i don't know but i was thinking about what taraji was talking about how um black actors black women are underpaid mm-hmm. and how she could do all these accomplishments and she always has to prove herself and she kind of just broke down crying and stuff. She's on this press tour. And, and I love Taraji. But I noticed Monique said the same things. <laughs> and y'all dragged her. Like, what's the difference? Someone said delivery, but who cares? Same message. What delivery is she supposed to have? Not you. Monique, Monique's delivery is better than Taraji. Taraji's crying. Monique was just straight stern with it. Like, this is the reality. This is the reality. And the thing with her I liked about next time, she goes, we got to stop saying next time. Right. And challenge and call people out and being able. I did like that interview with Monique and um, Steve Harvey. And he said sometimes, he was like, yeah, we're black out here. Sometimes... You have to set integrity to the side. And she said, I can't do that. Can't do it. Can't do that. And, and that's what I just always, like, res- respected about her. I mean, I just think if we think of, like, the cinema space, mm-hmm. it's it's difficult because two things. I think we also need to stop doing, like, saying, like, black cinema. Mm-hmm. Because as black folks, we always bring bring each other down no matter what. Oh, they don't act that good. Oh, I got a, I got a cousin that could have acted better now. Or I got, you know what I'm saying? We do that all the time. So then we don't even go see the movie because we done down talked it so much that we don't even want to go see it to support it. Mm-hmm. And then you think of the budget. So then 
if I if I got a budget for five million, or we'll go fifty we'll go fifty million. The budget's fifty million dollars. Mm-hmm. So that's paying for you know your set, your directors, getting casting your crew, whatever, right? So we already invested fifty million dollars. It goes to box office. That thing only makes five million dollars. Right. Now what? <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? So like. Even thinking of that, like I think of Will Smith. Will Smith's biggest movie was Suicide Squad. Really? I mean, you know, you know, yes, that's the highest earning movie he's at is Suicide Squad. Interesting. I've never that's seen a, that. Uh, DC DC comics movie. Right. Like, that's the highest. That's the most money he's ever made from Suicide Squad. And I think Will Smith was like forty something at the time. That's the highest grossing movie as an actor. Much money he's made. And Will Smith has been in how many movies? Right, and he's done a bunch of blockbusters. So he's done a done done a done a bunch of blockbusters. So when we think about cinema in itself, if again, like the community building and all the stuff we were just talking about within our culture, we got to go out there and support that stuff. Right. I think of uh, the one the one movie uh, when Buddy, oh, what is it called? He's like calling himself the Messiah, the Messiah, or whatever. It came out. I want to say maybe that first week of January. The Black Messiah? Uh, is that what it's called? The book of the book of Charles? No, the book of Charles. I'm sorry, I'm thinking of um, the Black. What's it called? Though? You know what I'm talking about? It just dropped. It just dropped. I have not. I had. I don't know much about it. It just dropped. So, like, if we look at the numbers, so the color purple did like ten million that first week, uh-huh. and then it's dropped in money ever since. Right. <laughs> that movie did like thirteen million the first week. And then it's dropped ever since. So, like, if we, if actors want to make more money, essentially, if I'm if I'm the director, if I know, and this is going to sound it's straight, it's just what it is, what it is. If you're if you're only going to be able to make us this much money, then how can we pay you so much money? And that's but, the part that sucks. But I don't agree with that to an extent. There's black there's black actors in. I, let's use Taraji as an example. Benjamin Button, she she was at least third on the sheet. She was supporting cast. She was supporting, but she still won an Oscar. Right, facts, facts. Facts. Supporting but still cast, seen yeah. after that, she still basically had to start over. Yeah. Because as a lead role versus a supporting cast member, is something okay. different. Okay. We're going to take Viola Davis then. Viola Davis said the same thing. Yes, but she's comparable. She's she is a Mer- Viola Davis is literally in comparison to a Meryl Streep. Yeah, fact. she's in that league. She told she yeah. she was one of the first one the pioneers of having the conversation. Yeah. So what about she's what's had, going on with her? Been. She's proved it. She's been in a list movie. She's done it all. She's done it all. She's I will say she's a person she's who's done it all. Fact. And why is she being shortchanged? It go it goes to the fact of the amount of money that's going to take. If I put out a movie, mm-hmm. and I got Viola Davis versus Meryl Streep, which one is going to make more money? And what do you think that has? Are you going to say Meryl Streep? Yeah, Meryl Streep's going right. to make more bread. And why? And why? So we're going we gonna to pay we're going to pay Meryl Streep the bread, and we're going to pay Viola. 60% of the bread that we're going to give Meryl Streep. And what do you think so we can change that? I think we got to go and get re-socialized, reprogrammed in our brains to support all people, <laughs> to be honest with you. I still think in, all, in the heart of hearts, I was having this conversation with one of my coworkers the other day about just our brain chemistry when we see black people versus when we see white people. I think a lot of times when we see blackness, we think of fear, we think of negativity, we think of criminals, we think of like super predators, like that's where our brains go. But why? That's how we've been programmed. Programming on everything. If you watch TV, you watch movies, shit on social media, (laughs) fighting, robbing, like the news stories, like our brains are being programmed to believe these certain ideologies of certain folks based off what we feed our eyes and feed our brains. Hmm. Subconsciously, we make these choices based off of the programming that we've been into. And who did the programming? It's racial. It's racial. (laughs) 
it's it, it is. no it's it's racial and it's, it's, and it's the I'm construct not, i'm not saying that it's not but i'm what i am saying is being aware of it and not doing anything about it is the problem because it's it's, a, it's an existence right so when we have something that's in existence and you don't want to do anything to solve the problem or fix the problem for yourself individually then that's that's a bigger problem I got you. I got you. But I, yeah, I guess that's like a touchy point for me. It's like, oh, seeing us in these negative lights, but we've had negativity and atrocity and violence put on us. Facts. No, and, there's no, no denying it. Yeah. And it just frustrates me. <laughs> oh, it's the most, it's the most frustrating. It's, it just makes me angry. Yeah, um, 100%. But with that, the negativity that's shown, but our culture and the things that we contribute, and I'm only speaking about the U.S. because I'm only from the U.S., is being a black American. Being a black American, it's different because of the different experience of how we got here and, and yeah, the we're, things we're that highly, happen. It's different, but yeah. um, we've contributed so much. 100% and it's it's always going to be shadowed because in the background of how we do each other as a whole culture when we're not uplifting and celebrating those things we don't trust each other enough that someone's not trying to get over on me it all falls to the wayside so what like the crabs in the barrel mentality yeah like falls because like like again like thinking of Viola Gibson like she's made some Great movies, like truly. But go look at what she does in the box office. We got a rock star black actor, and what does she do in the box office? I don't know numbers for sure. I will actually. I don't either. I don't, that's that's yeah. like the question. Like Taraji P. the same thing. Like great actor, but what does she produce in the box office when she's a lead role? Monique, when you're in the box office, what do you produce when you're in the lead role? But some of a lot of racism plays a part in that discrimination. I'm not. Saying, I'm not okay, I'm not I just want to make that, that clear. It, it yeah, plays. Yeah. 100% I'm not saying that but as but what I'm saying as mm -hmm. a community if we're if we're sticking to these things and we want to support each other gotcha. we could go spend that $20 at the box office to support those actors if we're so feel so strongly about what's going on 100% I, that's you just said you ain't even going to see the color purple I haven't because it is a traumatizing <laughs> movie it's like trauma triggering but I I planned to go see it but you know now I'm going to go see it yeah. I'm gonna go out Beyonce, Huh? I say you want to talk Beyonce. <laughs> Beyonce right. is a lighter note, okay? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You got to call it what it is. You're you right. Have it both ways. You're right. So if we if we want to really do this stuff, you know, what I mean, we got to really be about what we're talking about. A hundred percent, and have these conversations and hold each other accountable to that. You got me, brother. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I got some comments in here. Okay. But the one lady, they had the one lady on there on the Breakfast Club I watched. Uh, the what was what was Shorty's name on Unlimited Single? Oh, Max, Maxine yeah, Shaw. Max, she was on there. She was on the Breakfast Club talking that real talk, like for real. And that's where I got a lot of the ideas. Like she was, she was really talking because, like, when we really think of cinema, like let's think of cinema. We got to stop categorizing it as black cinema mm -hmm. this is a movie right let's go see this movie and let's support this movie you feel what i'm saying and we once we get it once we get away from that because i think a lot of times we deter ourselves from going to support something mm -hmm. based off of what whatever we have going on you know what i'm saying and she's like yeah stop we got to stop first off that's a presser language we got to call, stop calling it black cinema let's just call it cinema Ooh. this is a movie let's go to the movies Facts. Facts. So it's like, oh, okay. I, I never even thought about it like that. Obviously, we're not actors. Right. And, and we've never been in those roles, but. Okay, let's, let's look at some comments. So let's start here. So just a key at heart. Voices of Disney characters that are mean are usually black actors. That makes sense. Disney voices of Disney that are mean are usually black actors. So like the like the bad person. Yeah. Yeah. It will have that voice. Gotcha. Fact. I can see that. So it starts young. The programming. She's speaking of the programming. Yeah. 
And that's how they start with that. That's a good point. I didn't think of it that way, but that is part of programming the mind. I like that. Um, Bridget Jow says, that also comes with a poverty mentality. How many times have we started businesses in our community in our community, and they want to hook up? That yep. doesn't support you. I agree with that. Here's the thing. Y'all, do not ask people who are doing their jobs. Here, just they're making a living, especially people of your own community. We need the dollars to be circulating and helping our people. Pay them their money and pay them what they're worth. It's respecting them and it's respecting yourself. Yeah. And then you can read this one, Tim. Even if we all go see the movie, we also need other races to see the movie and bring in the dollars. 100%. Bring your friends, bring your family members, bring everybody to go support that. Because bottom line is the money, actors make money off us going to see them. Bring bring everybody, not just the one culture. And that's why a lot of times, like you're, you're Brad Pitt's, Everybody's going to see Brad right. Pitt. Everybody. That Brad Pitt is so fine. I don't care. I'm just saying, like, you get a Brad Pitt, everybody's going to go see it. You feel me? Robert Downey Jr., everybody's going to go see it. Then you put Jamie Foxx in a movie, half the people go see it. Will Smith, half the people go see it. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody got to be out there. Thanks for that comment for the show. And what's the next one? Oh, Bridget said exactly labels adds to division. Mm-hmm. And then you can read the next one, she said. I've honestly not watched black, quote unquote, black movies because they come off as low budget. Oh, no, no, yeah, no. The, the, budget, the budgets the budgets are of a lot of the movies for like more of like the a black crowd, so to speak, and we're trying to get away from that language, but it is, the mm-hmm. budgets are a lot lower because we don't, they don't know how much money is going to come in from the movie. So like, it's really hard to make an investment if I'm no, we're not going to get a return on it. Okay. That's the hardest part. That's the part of the business. I have another thought process, which, and maybe because now we're in 2020 in the 20s. Four. Four. Yeah. So back when they remember all the movies in the 90s, those were quality, those Spike Lee movies. Those are quality movies. That's artistry right there. The way he moves the camera, um, what, the be- all the best man, like the wood, all those, they were technically boys in the hood, black cinema, but those were of budget, of quality, higher learning, all of that. But it was like this time period where they were cranking them out. And maybe I still a little bit live there. You get what I'm saying? But even if we go and look at how much money they made, it might be actually shocking. Right. That's that's facts. That's the thing about it. Like, yes, those movies were dope to us. And if I go have a conversation with my homie, they probably never even heard of it. True. <laughs> You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I think, I'm thinking, like, that was a time period where I loved those movies. But what Bridget's saying, too, she goes, yes, I'm thinking more Hallmark movies with black main characters in the late 2000s. Yeah. Oh, and you know what the thing is now? Those Tubi movies. Look! <laughs> I watched me a Tubi movie, but that's low budget. That's super low budget. Yeah, but, that's, probably, that's probably done off an of iPhone, low-key. <laughs> But yeah, but I feel like there was a period in the earlier, like the early 2090s where those emerging um, directors and writers were coming up. So I I feel y'all on that. But I think big things will be coming here soon because now Tyler Perry has his own recording space, like a big space in Georgia. So, well, you know, people shit on Tyler Perry a lot, but he's doing, he's, Who, who shits on Tyler Perry? We, we shit on Tyler Perry. Come on, he man. has a studio. Like on, he man. has. I, did you watch his documentary? Yeah. No, Very I, inspiring. This <laughs> is mom's name, ain't it? Yep. Yeah. Very inspiring. Like he has his own studio. I'm trying to tell you, man, we, <laughs> okay. we we do we create and do so much to ourselves as a culture. And it's because our brains, man, like if we really want to tap in and do that self-work, let's get back to loving ourselves again. I want to add this. Sometimes when we're talking about that label again, black cinema, 
You know what comes to my head really quickly? I still I think of like I'm still thinking black Amer black Americans and sometimes we're so trapped in our bubble. There's black people everywhere. There's other yeah. cultures everywhere that race is just different. It doesn't mean the same thing here as mm -hmm. in there. So you got to think about the world. Sometimes we get in a place we're not thinking of the world. Right. I want to add this. You know where are good at movies? Nollywood movies. That is Nigerian movies. Those movies are good. Yeah. You I got watch Bollywood. Yeah. got Bollywood. Yeah. So there's those labels there, too. So The Asian movies are starting to crack a little bit. Yeah. There's a, lot, there's a lot of movies out here. It's just we got to stop with the, the hate, the self-hate. Oh. The self hate drives messes it up. Go ahead. Oh, she, we got some somebody dropping Bridget dropping facts in here. She said hustle and flow. Terrence Howard. Oh yeah, he only made twelve thousand dollars for that movie, and they stole the royalty to the song. They did. See. And then, she, and Bridget's writing a book. In the book I'm writing, I am purposely not citing a race so that the reader can imagine the person they want. And I've been reading. I'm gonna read more. I'm reading behind. I've gotten a little taste of it, and I and I was like imagining them in her head. She's doing a very good job of doing that. So it's it's whatever how you see it in your head. So I do agree, yeah. Bridget. You're doing a great job of that. And when her book drops, she's coming back here. We are gonna talk about it. Oh yeah, let's get to it. Yes, cause it's good. She, I'm very proud of her. It, it, it's it's really good. And I'm not saying that just cause she's my friend. You could be, but it's whatever. No, I'm not. I wouldn't. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> I, I wouldn't even bring it up if it was bad. So there's that. Um, <laughs> um, and we talking about support one another, bro. Come I would on, still man. buy her book. I would do all the stuff. But I wouldn't. I would bring her on the show. But I wouldn't keep doing this, emphasizing it. Ah, <laughs> uh, you bogus. Nah, no. Okay, so the next thing... Uh, this is kind of some old news, but the H Cat Williams thing. What did you think of that? I watched the whole two-hour thing. What did you feel about that? Hey, real talk, though. All I'm going to say is this. Go and watch those skits from Seth the Entertainer and Steve Harvey. Like, really, go watch the skits. Cat could be spilling, telling telling a lie, but go watch them skits because them, them jokes is similar. Mm-hmm. Them jokes is very similar now. So I mean, he 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 came on. I think he came on there with a mission. He's about to go on tour. Mm -hmm. You see, Kevin's wife, Kevin Hart's wife is on there. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't care. I like Cat Williams. Oh, okay. We had this debate. Friday or next Friday? I say Friday, and didn't you say next Friday? You said next Friday. Oh, next Friday is my. That's my. Why? I like Chris Tucker, like for real, for real. But Mike Epps is comedy in next Friday, bro. But I thought. Them jokes. Cat yeah, Williams was funnier and than Mike Epps. What? Cat Williams is funnier than Mike Epps. Your Friday after next? Are you yes, I liked him being a pimp and that whole scene. Are you that talking was about fun. stand up? Even uh, a stand up. No, I think Cat Williams is funnier. I like Mike Epps. Cat Williams. Cat Williams had. Cat Williams had stand up comedy in a chokehold, and he decided to trick his off. Because he wanted to do drugs and drink alcohol. How do you know that? He said he never. He said no one's ever did drugs with him. He's saying he did not have a drug problem. He said he get the, how you, look at look at his record. You can see his records in public. He went to jail. Uh -huh. Yeah, look and see why he went to jail. Okay, well let me not talk. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Come on, get your facts together now. Tim, what's up, bro? Mm, I still like Cat Williams better. <laughs> she said, "I'm scared for Cat. He is spilling big things. We need to pray and keep him safe." That's real. Protect, That's real. protect cat at all costs. Protect cat, protect him. But I thought it was, it was entertaining. I didn't think Shan. Okay, they was like on Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp. I mean, he was just there. I don't think he Club really. Shay Shay. Yeah, Club Shay Shay. He was He's just a good mediator. He was. Mediator. I mean, I don't feel like he. I, I felt like he, cat gave he he came and he gave. Cat Williams came there on a mission. He's yeah. about to go on. He's on tour. But he doesn't need to do that for tour. Those people came for him. He's just replying to things that were said Cat about Williams him. To, Cat Williams trying to make some money. He has money. Cat Williams trying to make some money. And they try to say that his uh, his Fendi 
uh, jacket he had on was fake. We, look, <laughs> we, we be parenting. We be talking about the wrong stuff. Talking about. That's <laughs> the thing about our culture. We bogus. We're not. All they, cultures are bogus. They they had they had uh, his Fendi jacket on one of the what Sheen. The Sheen had the jacket. The same thing. They tried to say he got it from Sheen. They bogus. <laughs> well. <laughs> no, um, I like I, I do like Cat Williams though. But yeah, Cat Cat had stand up comedy in a chokehold. He tricked it off. Okay. You don't think so? Um. Well, then maybe I'm not too educated about it. It still yeah, doesn't change his like accomplishments and the things that he's no, done. No, he, he did. He, he did his thing. He's trying yeah. to make his comeback. He's trying. He's he's gearing up for a comeback, and I know it's gonna be funny because he's a funny guy. Mm -hmm. I would say Cat Williams stand ups are better than Mike Epps. Oh, for sure. Mike Epps. Mike Epps is like he he appears that it's like structured, but he'd be feeling like he's freestyling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's something really cool that um, Mike Epps did do. He bought, oh, like, did you, yeah, for his community, he bought up all those houses and they're going to be, um, what is it, for income-based or? Yeah, low income. Well, yep. Yeah, so that's amazing. Um, that's what oh, I'm saying with all these celebrities and stuff, we should have more, um, like, black-owned banks more and hospitals. Yeah, more people are doing it. It's just now it's hard, it's now it's the time for the collective, the collective of Black Post to come and start like a some kind of bank of something to where they can mm -hmm. not have to rely on other people to take out a loan. They can just do it within their own self to do something like uh, get, owning a football team, owning a basketball team. Because a lot of the times, folks are doing that with partner in partnership. Mm -hmm. So instead of partnering with somebody else, we partner with each, each other, other and we can get it done. And there's some in the like black farming community, which is mm -hmm. smaller now, but a lot of people are getting together and they're buying land and That's farming awesome. and they're buying this. So people are collectively coming in. Um, that is being done. I just feel like it's not talked about enough. Exactly. So we got to promote it. We got to promote that stuff. And when you see it, we got to promote it because it's beautiful. Yeah. And so. then you got to think about who owns the airways. Don't let me get on my Kanye West rant. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> who owns the airways? Like for real though. Like who owns the airways? Right. So it's like when you when you're when all these things are happening, if people close by, if you see something you're not sharing it to allow somebody else to share that might not even have the opportunity of seeing it, it just stays where it's at. Right. You know, I was thinking of, and this is like bringing up just hilarious. Remember, you know that guy, what's his name? He was like a Gordon women. Wayne. Wayne. No, his name was Jack. What's his name? Jackson something. He basically was like, would make all these videos about empowering women not to deal with no good men. But he was like cheating on his wife and doing all this stuff. Who? Kevin Samuels? Not Kevin. Bro, Tim, I don't, I'm not talking about no damn Kevin Samuels. Uh, I was about to say, don't come at the homie. Tim. Please. What's wrong with Kevin Samuels? What's up? Say something. What's up? I'm not even gonna. I'm not gonna rest. It's pop culture. God rest the dead. R.I.P. I will say that I have seen videos of Kevin Samuels um, holding men accountable as well. He holds everybody right, but I think, but it's interesting. What got him famous was towards the women, and he was a little. What, what? Tell me. I mean, okay, if I went on Kevin Samuels, what he would tell me is, I'm old, I'm probably going to die alone. All the shits. That's what I would get, for sure. Okay. But then I wonder why the women would go on there. Because they wanted the truth. Well, they wasn't taking it well, so. People go in there to get the truth, and that's what they was trying to do is get the truth. Okay. Why don't I got a man? You really want to know the truth? And I will tell you. It doesn't hurt to hear it 100%. So what did you like about Kevin Samuels, Tim? I just, his confidence in doing that. That stuff is hard. But what did you feel it about the information? I mean, sometimes I'm like, that's you over the top. But he also is trying to make his money, too, though. So everything got to be a little glitz and glamorized. But it's interesting. His ass died alone. 
Facts. He probably got poisoned by the by the uh, somebody in the U.S. No, he, he had a heart attack. What are you talking about, David? You're doing too much. You can get poisoned and have a heart attack. Okay, Tim. They took my man out. But that's not even who I was talking about. <laughs> oh, Bridget said Bridget something. Said, Sometimes the truth hurts. Yeah, <laughs> straight like that. Straight like that. <laughs> right. Derek, thank you. Derek Jackson took me off course. So he was like a guy that was going around, like he would make these videos, like just kind of informing us what to watch out and men, red flags and stuff. This man was cheating on his wife up and down, up and down. I don't even know, I don't even know who fam is. Yeah, he kind of just like fell off his, but what I was saying, he did a video, he would do these videos, going back to um, not wanting anyone to come up. He was looking at just hilarious video. Like she would ask people, oh, you're an entrepreneur. How did you do this? They would be like hard work and dedication. But how? Like who did you talk to? We got us. We have to share information. Yeah. And he agreed with um, why would I, if I did all the work, I can't just give it over to you. No, you can help somebody and point them in the direction. Of, they still have to do the research. They still have to put on that work. But if I can say, oh, where did you get the, I'm trying to get an LLC. Oh, I got one. This is what I did. Here's the link. What does that hurt me any? Or None. telling you where you can get a website or like this or that. I'm just telling you, you have to still do the research and go from there and learn how to do these things and to operate it. That's facts. I can give you the blueprint. You still got to work. Yeah. I ain't doing none of the work for you. So here, we here. we cannot be withholding information from each other. It's 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 very important. It's hurting us. I agree. I can't believe you was hating on my dog, bro. <sighs> but I did see some good ones later where he was like, "This man, he was telling this man he was too broke to have yeah, a." Right. Uh, he said, "You're too broke. You don't can't have no woman." He goes, it's "You crazy. need to." <laughs> like the men getting clowns, but you don't like the women getting clowns. That's wild. No, because I maybe <laughs> maybe wild, I have you know, maybe I have maybe I have a bias, but I do believe women should be held accountable a hundred a hundred percent. I actually do. Yeah, y'all heard y'all heard it here on live. She believes every women should be held accountable. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Sign it, sign it, sign it on record. I mean, I I have to be held accountable. How how do you grow and be better? Okay, talk that talk. You talking heavy, heavy? So, yes. And holding, and, and, and not even somebody holding me accountable. I got to hold myself. Somebody can try to hold me accountable all day, but it don't matter if I don't hold myself. Facts. That's facts. Um, hold on. What else did I have in here? Y'all, I'm flipping around. Oh, so you guys, are you going to vote? We have elections. When is elections? I don't even know. I'm not even following. The second Tuesday of November is the presidential election. Okay, that's the okay. It's so. the first the first Tuesday. I think it's the first Tuesday. Okay. And it's hard <laughs> to be real, like for real, for real. My God, honest opinion. Federal government, it does matter. Like because we have the right to vote federally, we should do it because when folks are felons, they're starting to get discriminated against and they, that those rights get taken away from them. So as our right, we should be able to execute that right as we have it. Right. With that being said, state and local government elections are the most important. Like if y'all really want to have the change, we got to get out there and vote for our, our research around our legislators, our senators in our areas, our representatives, our attorney generals in our areas, our governors in our areas, our treasurers in our areas. Like all of those things matter. And learn about what their platform is about because that stuff indirectly impacts you. Indirectly. So currently, I'm, I'm now in state government, which is a dope opportunity for me to be in, just mm -hmm. for more learning and growth. And there's people in these positions that are appointed through votes and appointed through who the governor is of your state. And they weak. <laughs> but because we're ignorant to who they are and we haven't taken that time to know who they are, we want to complain about it. But we had an opportunity not to vote them into the spot they in. We just ain't do it because we didn't we were, like I said, either didn't want to do it, had other things going on, lazy maybe, you know what I'm saying? There's a there's a whole bunch of different things. And my wife's job is on the line. You feel me? So like this is where we at. Oh, you know what I mean? When you, when we don't take those votes, man. We gotta vote. We gotta vote. Vote, 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 vote. 
So we got all year to um, learn. Learn. But if you got a computer, you got till what? That's eleven months. My birthday's in November. Shout out thirty-five. Made it to see thirty-five. Hopefully, you know what I'm saying. If God allows it, you feel me. Big thirty-five in this thing. But uh, yeah, go do your research around the folks around you and who are on these ballots. Learn, learn as much as you can. Get out there and vote. Oh, sorry. Let me hide that. I like that. Um, I'm going to do better this year. I mean, I usually, I vote, but sometimes when you see that ballot, I was like, oh, shit, who's that? That's what I'm saying. What you were saying. It's ha- I, I'm going to yep. admit. She said. <laughs> I'm 34, bro. Stop she, being a hater, she bro. Said, the biggest hair, you are already 35. 34. You working on 36. Big three folds. Um, My body feels like I'm 45. Something else you brought up to me, speaking kind of a little bit about sports, you said Deion Sanders' kids bought him a house. Yeah, I just saw that on I don't know, Instagram, maybe? Instagram? Yeah, they bought, they bought him like a multi-million dollar house out in Colorado. He already had one. Yeah. But they bought him another one. They're getting so much money off that name, image, and likeness, NIL. Uh-huh. So they they taking care of taking care of taking care of their dad, which is pretty dope. That's, That's good pretty to see. dope. Something you know, it seems like he has a really good relationship with his children. But even Deion Sanders, let's talk about him in the pop culture. Okay. People was dogging him, dragging his name to the mud. Like he can't be with no woman. If you look at his record, why are we, we keep pre, why we keep praising this man? He's had multiple wives or girlfriends or what have you. But he, he was married for kids. but he was married for a long time. He was. He got it, five kids. But they drag like why why do we keep doing this stuff? Why do we keep repeating these cycles of hatred, self hate and no love for our community? Like they dragging him. And it's like, bro, why? For what? My man is at a prestigious school, sure it might be dominated by white folks, but he's getting his bread, he's taking care of his kids, his kids are all all of his kids are at the university he's in. All of his kids. But his oldest his oldest son works for him on his staff. His two sons are there in college playing football right now. His daughter is on the basketball team. Okay. I asked you this. Remember, we talked about earlier individualism. So the things that you described was individualism. Is what he's doing as a very successful, prestige black man, does those dollars circulate back into the black community? I'm asking how. I don't know. I, right. I, no that, I think that's where the thing... That's... I could see the backlash for that because of that. Does what he what he does, what he accomplished, does it help his community community directly? How do we know that it doesn't? I'm not saying it does or doesn't. I'm asking. That's and maybe some people think it isn't. How you <laughs> yes, how he spends his money is his choice, Bridget. But at the same time, <laughs> It's Look true. No, it is his choice. No, no, it is his choice. I 100% agree with you with that. But what I'm saying when we're talking about community building, money matters. That money matters in our community and it's circulating. Other communities do this. This is nothing new. And they do it well. There's, other, there's another community, they do it well. I say that's where maybe I've read some of the backlash if you're looking at it from that mentality. That's what's your opinion on it? Since you're trying to talk in third person. <laughs> she said, yes, his kids are black. He spends his money on them. That's still individualism. If you're building your a community. Kid, I'm just saying, if you're building a community, you cannot think <laughs> individual. You being super athletic by dodging this question. Okay, what do I think? What's the question? What you think about Dion? I don't think anything. I wonder. Uh, I, those are my questions. Oh, that's all I'm not asking. educated on him enough to say if he does or doesn't. I'm. Sure. I would ask him like what some of his choices, leaving the HBCU and those things. I would ask questions, or I could research, which I will now that I'm talking all this ish. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> how his dollars has circulated back into. The community. You know when he, you know when he was at Jackson State, he only took half his salary. Half the salary went to the school. I did not know that. 
Did you know that all of the, I would say HBCUs probably got television time, I think only for like their championship game. Mm -hmm. Because of Dion, HBCUs now have a contract with ESPN to be on TV. Football, football games and basketball games. Did you know that? I did not know that. Did not know that. Dion did a lot while he was there for those three years, four years, however long it was. He did a lot. But you can only do so much given the situation. And he was big. He was going to be bigger than that program. That was inevitable. But he wanted to give back. Mm-hmm. And to me, I mean, like I ain't got no money, but like to me, I feel like he did it. Every, he right. Outgrew everything he could have did while he was there. They got new uniforms. They got new helmets. They got a shoe deal. Uh, Under Armour sponsor. They got new weight room. They got all new facilities. Like he did all of that. Okay. And that's what I was asking. You tell me. I don't know. Yeah, he was, he was, out, he was out here hustling. I, trying to get yeah. She said, Bridget says, so if we are black, if we are black, are we only allowed to spend our money on black-owned businesses? Wouldn't that also be a racism division? No, it wouldn't. That's not, I don't think it would be. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Bridget. Get out of here. <laughs> you, you? No, we... We don't spend our black dollars in our own community, for one. That's the problem. It would be a good thing. Why? That's not racism. If we have why? good, pro- so we want we want generational wealth. We want to have wealth in our communities. There's, we need money. That's just my opinion. We need generational, more generational wealth because we are behind in the game. But do we? Do you? Do you benefit from that, or does that family benefit from it? If there's more black businesses, and we're connecting, I, I could benefit from it. Okay, think about the hair the hair game. Mm-hmm. Black hair, how much money does that make? Millions of dollars, but who's benefiting from that? Financially, who's benefiting from that? Black woman? That, that's who's doing it? The black woman doing it? The products. Who owns? Who owns it? The lady that does my hair creates her own products. <laughs> you guys, come on. Come on. Like Johnson, John, all those, they're white owned companies. They own, they're making the most, they're oh, they making, bred it. they bred it like chicken they're, for sure. they're profiting off of us. Right. That's all I'm saying. If we have and black people, if we have our own businesses and we have our own things, like Tyler Perry, what's going on in Atlanta? Think of how many people he's employing. What he's doing as an entrepreneur, because technically that's what he's doing. um, It's it's circulating in that city, all the way down to your just wreck your janitors, food prep, like it's generating. So what he right. has done, he's he's a great example of what I'm talking about. No, Tyler Perry's getting it done. That's he's getting start. it done. He's a great example of what I'm talking about. And it's not to discriminate against anyone. Y'all, we have some problems economically in our um, community, and they have to be addressed. They have to be addressed. That's a fact. It's a fact. I'm, with I'm very passionate about it. I see it. I am. I see it in your face. I see it. <laughs> I'm very passionate about it. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Mm-mm. So. So in closing, stop in the closing. hate, bro. Love yourself. <laughs> Pick up your fellow man. Pick up your brother. And, and if you don't want to support black world. businesses, then don't. Right. Um, but if you can, do it. <laughs> <laughs> like ours right <laughs> who else hold on oh so the last thing we're gonna close with is Kobe you're doing four years January 26 2020 went down in the helicopter crash killed him his daughter I think there was four others on their helicopter there was a what was it a no flying fog warning? They tried to helicopter out of the city so they can get to practice, and the helicopter went down. RIP to the goat. Yes. Four years. Four years. His legacy never dies, though. 
No, and then just blessings and prayers out to his family. That has to be very, very rough. I think didn't his wife, um, she just won a lawsuit but about, because you know what they did to him. Like, they basically showed the pictures were circulating around, and that's yeah. that's not about money. That's principle. That's the only way she could, like, hit them. So um, right. very disgusting that that happened. But I'm glad she won that and just hope. I couldn't imagine. Yeah, me either. Yeah. I would just say if you're grieving right now, we're praying for you. Stay in your routine. Go get any help that you need. But stay in your routine as the best as you can and talk to somebody. For sure. Dang, we did a good show today. Shoot, I got a little heated, got a little excited. <laughs> I've been hate hates flowing in, in the hate. blood. Today. I'm not. I'm passionate. <laughs> Shit. <sighs> Shit. We have to stop date association. It's I don't not. Know what that is. Stop, Bridget. What does that mean? We have to stop date association. It's not healthy. Oh, is you talking about with Kobe? Maybe, but she says not healthy. What are the what are the unhealthy side effects of date association? If I'm saying it right, she's saying oh, yeah. Right. What I'm talking about, yeah. yeah. Well, all right, big cuz. All right, we did good today. I enjoyed um, you guys coming on. Um, you guys can. Um, Hit me up on my IG at bougie girl, B O O S H E G U R L underscore L L C. Hit me at just a key at heart. And it's just a key at heart. I'm not spelling it out. <laughs> and, and tell them what's on your page. Oh, uh, you're going to learn about healthy habits, uh, healthy habits, daily routines, greens. Proteins, more greens. You'll probably hear me in the background and my son in the background while my wife is trying to record a video. Uh -huh. um, and yeah, it's, yeah, it's good times. Good times. Nice. Oh, Bridget added more. She said mourning every year. It Basically, it can cause depression for sure. All that stuff his wife does. But you know, <laughs> yes, yes. So if you guys also, if you have any topics... Let me put my banner up. Sorry, my mouse is like acting up. Hit me up at bougiegirl at gmail.com. B-O-O-S-H-E-G-U-R-L at gmail.com. Y'all probably like, why she keeps spelling it? Because this is going to be on Spotify and Apple. So just in case they're listening, they can get the spelling. Um, well, thank you guys for tuning in on this Sunday. And we will be back next We'll be back next time. You guys, I'm going I'm going on vacation, so maybe not next week. I'm going I'm going to Napa. So we'll see you not next Sunday, but the Sunday after next. And until next time, peace and blessings. Peace.